You're listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent in Birmingham, Alabama, a church with a heart for the gospel. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org. What a privilege to come home. This is where it all began, right here. I'm so thankful to Andrew for the invitation um, to preach right where it started. I was confirmed right there. Uh, Malacy and I were married partly there and partly up there. Our two children were baptized back there. Uh, the first time I sensed the seed of the gospel being planted, I was sitting right where Zoe Casmus is sitting right now with her. 16 years ago when Ed Salmon was here preaching. And I looked and I thought, could that message be for me? Could it be that the news really is that good? I want to say thank you to so many of you that I notice, but um, since I've been gone and you're wearing a mask, uh, and they've got some new lighting. This is very powerful lighting, Andrew. It wasn't as bright. I just want to say thank you. And now a word from the gospel according to St. Luke. And when they came to the place which is called the skull, there they crucified him. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I speak to you now in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Do you remember the Wicked Witch of the West? Remember, she felt cheated out of those ruby-red slippers, so she set out to settle the score, famously telling Dorothy, I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. Nancy Sinatra, anybody? Hello. She was certain she could get even with a former lover who'd been a messin' around. So she sent this message. These boots are made for walking, you know it, and that's just what they'll do. One of these days, these boots are gonna walk all over you. What is it about settling a score, pure old-fashioned revenge, that always seems to entice us? A 2004 study in Switzerland, which was later published in the Association of Psychological Science, studied the actual brain waves of people who'd been wronged in an experiment involving nothing less than money. And the folks who were swindled by their avaricious partners were presented with a way to punish their scammers while their brain waves were measured for a full minute. As they learned how they could inflict revenge, they actually recorded a sharp increase in activity in the part of the brain that measures reward. In other words, getting even felt good. Why, oh why, does it feel good? The great 17th century English poet and playwright Ben Jonson he didn't have brain scanning equipment when he wrote The Silent Woman, 
which is so incredibly salacious that I'm sure Netflix will have an updated version very soon. I can't wait. In the scene, in the scene when Morose's new wife is revealed to be a man, the conniving dolphin exclaims his joy, saying, Oh, revenge, how sweet art thou. And I have to tell you this. There is even a genuine business, for real, look it up when you go home this afternoon, in Los Angeles called Alibis and Paychecks. Google it, alibisandpaychecks.com. You will be greeted on the homepage with these words. Is your ex liar? A, 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 is your ex a liar and a cheat? Have a gripe over unpaid child support? Did someone steal your girlfriend away? Have you ever wanted to have someone cussed out? For instance, your boss, coworker, landlord, etc. Whoever did you wrong, embarrass them publicly. We can even provide post flyers for your convenience. Now enough. Let me totally shift gears. In the face of being completely innocent, yet convicted by a kangaroo court, fiercely beaten, spat upon, and nailed to a cross, Jesus turns the revenge paradigm completely on its head, and he prays. He put himself between their action and the ultimate judge for those who are actively murdering him. He prays, Father, forgive them. There are two directions, really, that this little homily could take from here. I could go down the familiar path of homiletical least resistance, and we could have sort of a pep talk maybe, you know, something kind of light before lunch, a sermonette for Christianettes, if you will, about maybe how we should all be more like sweet Jesus there in the moment, and how we should all be more ready to forgive those who wrong us, and, and, and how we should just be better people overall, you know? And, and I mean, hey, it is a good thing to be a better person. And I'm certainly not advocating that we strive to become worse and more vengeful. But I'm not actually going to take that path with you now. I'm not going to preach about becoming a better, more moral person because that is not the primary message of the gospel. The very gospel I heard 16 years ago at Church of the Advent. Important, yes. Ultimate, hardly. So the direction this little homily goes is like this. The real path, the road less traveled, that opens the door to a new lease on life lies not in continual efforts to get all cleaned up and presentable for Jesus but is found only in what he has already done. St. Paul sums it up. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, that in him we might become the very righteousness of God. Paul Walker, who served in this parish, he wrote these words recently. 
Holiness does not come from within, but is given by Christ himself. We are clothed in Christ's righteousness, and it's not a costume. It's the real you. Father, forgive them. I went with a group to Central Africa about 12 years ago to exactly where you have been, Kathy, to Malawi. And Malawi is a landlocked, incredibly poor nation in the middle of uh, the southern half of the continent. Um, the only poorer nation in Africa, I'm told, is Somalia. We got to spend some time with an American expat bishop that we met in uh, Malawi. And would you believe he is from 10 miles from my hometown in Lower Alabama. And he's been a bishop in Malawi, an expat, for 40 years. When we visited him, someone in our group said something to him like, well, Bishop, tell us something you will always treasure about being a bishop in Malawi. We were seminarians at the time, so anything a seminarian can do to encourage a bishop to wax eloquent is usually received as flattery. But his reply shook us all. He said, I remember this. He had a home on a mountaintop. It was unbelievable. And he had the most amazing Ray-Ban aviators on. And he said, I need to tell you something I hope you will never forget. And he went on to describe a situation decades ago that unfolded after his flight was canceled one time out of the long way. And he chose to go back home instead of waiting on the next day's flight. When he got back home, he discovered his house was being burglarized. And he tried to escape without notice, but one of the men overpowered him, tied him up, and put a gun to his head, and asked for the combination to the safe. It was clearly an inside job at some level because they knew the diocesan safe was in the bishop's house. They were all masked. That was way before it was cool. And the leader kept interrogating him and beating him. And finally, after an hour and a half, another member of the group, frustrated, rushed over to the bishop, put a machete at his throat and said, come on, old man, if you don't tell us the combination, I'll kill you myself. And when the bishop heard that man's voice, he said, young man, I believe I baptized you. I, I, I believe I confirmed you. Didn't I? And it was silent. I believe your mother is a member down at St. Mark's and active in the Mother's Union, isn't she? If you do kill me, brother, I want you to know that God can forgive you and his mercy is boundless. And I want you to know your mama loves you too. And when those grown felons heard those words, they took off their masks, started crying over what they'd done, untied the bishop, prayed together, and the burglars went home. One of those men is a priest today in Malawi. The bishop concluded his story by saying, don't forget this. 
God's forgiveness changes lives. On the way in this morning, we drove in from Atlanta on I-20. And leaving the state of Georgia, there's a massive billboard that says it all. Concerned? Question mark? Listen to Jesus! Exclamation point! Father, forgive them. You've been listening to audio from the Cathedral Church of the Advent. If you live in Birmingham or find yourself visiting, we hope you'll join us for one of our Sunday services. Find out more at adventbirmingham.org.